the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And 70 and FM 1033, the answer. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. And, you know, we always want to start the show talking about that, the importance of putting away money uh, for, for, for your retirement uh, for, uh, to build up wealth for your family. Uh, and, and the easiest way, of course, is, is your 401k plan, your 403b, 457, these type of plans. You want to put away 10% minimum plus the company match gets you about 13%. That's what most research says is going to get you up to where you need to be for retirement. If you're behind, if you're in your 50s, you, now that, that's when you want to really start ramping up and putting away the money. You're making more money. Uh, you get a lot of your... Uh, uh, build, life build-out expenses are behind you, the house, the kids, the furniture, uh, college, or college sometimes is, comes in there. But, but, but this is when you really want to push, push to, to put, put that money away uh, and, and, and build it up. It, you know, so you save aggressively and then conservatively invest the money. That, that's the key to doing it. I, I've talked on the show numerous times about wealthy people, particularly very wealthy people. You know, they love to talk about the, the, they're more speculative investment. It, 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 it's no fun talking about you know the Exxon stock or your or your Treasury bonds or municipal bonds or 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 uh, you know so other stocks out there. It's a lot more fun to talk about some private equity deal or some small stock that that you've invested in that's or an AI company or whatever that's doubled. Yeah, but it, it, but but. That's not where their big money is. You know, oftentimes people, you know, that's almost their gambling money, and, and that's what they enjoy talking about. Very rarely do I hear people really talking about that, about that other side of the equation. And, and, and so it gives people a false idea what, what you know, the, the, the super wealthy, the wealthy are really doing with their money. And most of these people are very conservative. They put away the money. It's, and remember, it's harder to make it's harder to make money than it is to lose money. Uh, it's a lot harder. So, uh, 
see, see, you know, and they know that you know they're wealthy. It's hard to rebuild that, so they want to they want to put their wealth away in conservative things, and they don't want to lose it. And so, oftentimes, as we said, this gives people a, a, a somewhat of a skewed uh, view of the world when it comes to investing. So, so remember how the you know the, the, the more wealthy people invest, they're more conservative. You know, they they save their money and they and they uh, they conservatively invest it. That that that's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Now, looking out uh, over over these markets, uh, here we, we've got quite a bit to talk about again today here uh, uh, on the show. I mean, it's really extraordinary. I mean, you know, we've done the show for 15 years. It's got to be one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows. It, it, things were a lot slower years back. I mean, it seems like there's always something different happening. And and now, more than ever, things are really starting to accelerate, and, and, and changes are coming very quickly. We're going to be discussing with the markets here. We're going to be discussing with, uh, you know, what to do with your savings, retirement in here. Uh, the the <coughs> pardon me. If, if you look at the markets in here right now, uh, let's see here. The uh, the, the the S and P five hundred was up this week. It had a good week, and it's moved up. So so what's what's going on here? It, it's really been an interesting market up until earlier in the. We started the week. We, we got we we we've got a debt deal in place, and really that that really hasn't done uh, what, what what people. Think it is. I mean, it, it's helped the market out some, and we've got some thoughts about what's going to come next year. We're going to discuss later on the show, but but this debt deal is is a very serious situation. I think they've reduced government spending by about a point two seven or point two eight percent of of GDP. Uh, you know, we, we've been running about six percent, almost as far as the eye can see, budget deficits during twenty uh, during twenty 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 one. Th- th- those deficits approached World War II levels uh, in, in many ways, uh, massive deficits. Uh, and, and what we saw is, 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 is we saw that, that the spending has continued. Joe Biden, you know, kind of pushed it forward. So, well, look, 2020, the economy shut down for a month and a half. People did not have an income. It was a, it was a disaster. They, had, they ramped spending up to World War II levels, okay? This was the nation was under complete attack, and, and we, re, we rebuilt our entire economy as a wartime economy. And, and so we did, we had to do it. So that after, after 20, uh, 2020, and then 21, they came up with another stimulus program, even though they didn't even need it. Inflation was starting to take off. Uh, they still came up with another program. Then after that, keep in mind this record levels of percentage of GDP, as, as we've talked about on recent shows, it, it, it hit, in 2021, the, the, the spending hit uh, hit 30% of, of, uh, of GDP, which is, which is, is, is truly extraordinary. It, it, uh, in, in 20, uh, and then uh, it's gone down. It, uh, you, you saw 30% and then 31% of GDP. Massive government spending, completely out of control. But even, even 2022, it's coming at 25% of GDP. It's barely dropping. They came up with this great, the, the beat inflation now deal, which was a massive spending program on, on, on the Democrats' 
Green New Deal program. You know, the, the, the you know we're all terrified that that CO two is going to is going to destroy the planet, and you know, so what the, the goal is zero CO two emissions. And I, I'm assuming ultimately we'll remove all CO two from the planet. At that point in time, plant life will die, and we'll all die off. But you know, it, it's just too good of a deal. They've got the they got the public terrified of CO two, and everyone's on the CO two bandwagon. They don't even know where it's going, but you know we're all on board with this, you know, with this uh, lunacy, and and so our spending has skyrocketed. So so look at some of the numbers, and this is why this is so important. If you look at it, uh, the the debt debt to equity. I mean that uh, our debt was about sixty two percent of of of. Of GDP in around 2007. Now the numbers uh, was it Rogoff and Reinhardt I think did a study. It, it it was they came in once you get 100 120 somewhere in there uh, percent of GDP. Countries just start kind of really disintegrate. I mean they they run into debt issues down the way. And so we've ramped up to, to 2023. By the end of 23, we'll be at 122 percent of GDP. By Okay, by about 26 to 27, well, by, by 2028, we'll be at 138% of GDP. And, and I've seen some actual, some, some people's laid out some pretty good groundwork. By 2028, they think the U.S. dollar will cease to exist. And, 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 and that seems to be, you know, you know, just a lot of really hyperbole. But if you look at it, by 2020, late 2026, the United States is going to, is going to exceed Italy as far as debt as percentage of GDP. Okay, I'm going to repeat that because it's so ridiculous that, that people think I somehow misspoke. The, the, by 2020, late 2026, the United States public debt to GDP percentage of GDP, public debt percentage of GDP is going to exceed the level of Italy's. And, and, I mean, Italy was just years ago was a poster child for just incompetent government and out of control government. I mean, Greece is doing better than the United States. I mean, the United States is basically the poster child for 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 fiscal mismanagement on planet Earth today. And it, it, it just shows you the level we've gone to. It, if you look at this, uh, you know, like I said, 2007, it was 62 percent. It, 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 we, it's it's going to effectively double in, in what is that, uh, 2007, 23, 14 years or something like that, uh, you know, 15, 16 years, of, of, it's going to double, it, it, which is just truly extraordinary. It, it, you know, the, the statistics on this debt is completely out of control. It, and the reason why we bring this stuff up is because I want you to understand you've got to have to protect yourself. When a country is headed for a debt crisis, there's going to be trouble. There's going to be inflation, hyperinflation, or some massive. I don't see how you do a deflation with this type of debt. I mean, I think the theory is we'll have a, de- a deflation. Interest rates will go back to zero, and then we can print money and ultimately hit 200% of GDP as they can print money forever. But... <clears throat> But in this environment, you really want to sit there and, and, and slow down and, and protect yourself. Let me give you some statistics here. The, 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 uh, the U.S. over the last number of years, I, I think this goes back 30 years or so, it's about uh, the entitlements were about 50% of, of 
of, of federal spending. They're up to 75% of federal spending. This is Medicare, Medicaid, uh, Social Security, all, all these other programs work for free. I mean, you know, no need to work or do anything. You can just get on this food stamps, all that type of stuff. Uh, you know, it, it's great. I mean, people don't even need to work in this country anymore. They could just apply for different things. That's 75%. Okay. Well, we're getting up near Switzerland, near Sweden, or we're becoming Sweden or Germany. No, we're not. Okay, Sweden, their entitlements are thirty-three percent of federal spending. Germany, fifty-four percent of federal spending. So, what I want you to understand is the United States. It's becoming the Zimbabwe of the modern world at the rate we're going. And I don't see how that's going to change over the long term, over the short term. I think it's going to take some type of crisis, which it generally does in the United States, that hits the United States that forces massive changes. You know, I was just looking at some of the, you know, the drug companies and if you look at the drug companies, some of these new weight loss drugs are coming out with uh, Ozempic, uh, some of the other ones out there, which phenomenal results. They were developed as diabetes drugs. They're becoming multi-billion dollar franchises. Well, in every other industry I'm aware of, you get economies of scale, which means the more you sell the more you can charge, I mean, the less you charge as you get economies of scale. I mean, Henry Ford, you know, uh, basically came up, you know, did, did this with the automobile and put it on a production line. And, and the price of automobiles fell and everybody was able to get a cop, was able to get a Ford. It, it, but, it, the, but that doesn't seem to be the case with the drug companies. So no matter how much they sell, they somehow can can keep the price up, and then they, even if they go off patent, they come up with some ridiculous thing. Just recent, only recently have we even be, gotten the, the the ability to to negotiate with these drug companies. But but there, there's a lot of things out there like that where people have taken advantage of the government, are bleeding us out. And what I want you to understand is is there's no way we can keep up 75 percent entitlements with 122 percent of GDP. Uh, uh, with with the debt levels and, and interest rates are rising, that uh, the 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 the, uh, the the debt. What the, as far as the eye can see, we're still looking at about six percent of GDP deficits every single year, and, and, and so we have out of control spending in the United States. We have out of control crime in the United States. It's gotten so bad that that, that one of the things we've been talking about on the show is, you, look, you can effectively walk into the Home Depot, uh, you know, grab a, a drill and walk out the door. And if they stop you and actually say something, which they're not, they might not even bother doing that. You just got to put, give it back to them and you walk out the store with nothing. Well, the problem is this is starting to spread. Companies like Dollar General, uh, which plunged this week, is having problems with that. Target's having problems with that. Target's got other problems with their boycott. But uh, uh, Walgreens, these different places, uh, theft, uh, reading some of the East Coast grocery stores are having huge problems and I have to close some stores. This is becoming an epidemic because more and more people are seeing there's no cost for shoplifting. There, there's no penalty. So, so this is... So it's getting worse. Hey, we'll be right back after this good break in the Max Up Saving Show. It's so hard to tell if this is heaven or hell, and I can never measure by degrees. But it's sure getting warmer and here in times like these. In times. 
Tax Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're just talking about the issues with, with debt levels and the importance of why you need to protect yourself save more money, and understand the world today. We're talking about all... Okay. Hello, John. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Yes, good morning, Ted. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. Thank you. Yourself. Oh, hey, Ted. <laughs> um, I just happened upon owning NVIDIA and Marvel and Apple um, through the mutual fund. I've got three mutual funds, and I got to looking at them, and um, I've got those three heavy AI um, stocks in the funds. And, and of course, you know they're they're on a little rampage right now. And of course, everybody's saying you know that is going to be the next Apple and the next 
dot com and so on and so forth. <laughs> anyway, the question that I've got, Ted, is um, should I sell some of that? It, uh, it's volatile. Is it is um, um, uh, the Dickens? But uh, is that something that I should should probably un- unload some of it, or would you stay real real heavily loaded into it right now? What's what's your thoughts on that, please? Yeah, that's a good question. Look, if you look at these stocks, they've gone way up. In they're let me see something. Yeah, Marvel and Nvidia. Nvidia has been the big one because of AI, because they they've got the chips stuff. Nvidia, look, Nvidia, I think is the most expensive stock in the S and P five hundred right now as far as valuation. I mean, it, it, it's growing, but but it, 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 you know you're paying an awful lot for it in here. There's going to be other competitors coming in. If you look at Apple and Microsoft, sure. they're back to where they were uh, at the top of the whole tech bubble. So we're in a tech bubble. Interest rates have risen 500 points since then, and they, they, they they've gone up. Well, in theory, growth stocks with a 500 percent increase in interest rate, 500 point 500 basis point increase in interest rates should be going down. And, and, and I, I think this has become somewhat of a mania. Uh, AI has been around for a while. Uh, you know, I, I use the chat GTP, you know, I think the premium one. And truthfully, the data just stops at like 2021. I'm like, what good is this? And, uh, it, and uh, it, it's, uh, I, th- I think AI is a big deal. There's some real concerns about AI. Uh, you know, getting out of control. I mean, if you have if you have software that can write write software, you know, in in theory that could sit there and morph and write software to create do whatever it wants, and you have an entire uh, economy connected to the internet into the cloud. In, in theory, uh, the the AI could destroy your whole you know wipe out the human race, and, and so. But but I mean those are long longer term issues. But aside, these things are very expensive. As I said, interest rates are going up. That was the height of the tech bubble. They're back where they were. I would sell. If you look at the S and P five hundred, I think I forgot the number. It's either ten or fifteen stocks are now thirty five percent of the S and P five hundred. It's getting pretty ridiculous. It, 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 if any, and that's kind of in one sector. If anybody was running portfolios with that type of 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 industry concentration, that, you know, people would say, "Well, that that is not uh, you're not properly diversified." And so, I, I think what's happened is 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 that, that these interest rates have gone up, the economy is slowing, uh, the inflation is out there. Uh, that's hurting companies. Uh, the Russia war is out there. Uh, the debt issues are out there. And people are going, well, golly, you know, these tech companies, they can make money no matter what. Well, if these companies are fired workers, eventually they're going to have to start cutting technology as well. And so uh, some of these companies have, have been firing workers. you got Jim Cramer, you know, encouraging all the tech companies to fire as many workers as possible. He's all over the TV, you know, shouting about firing workers. This is from a guy making 30, 25 to $30 million a year himself, and he's encouraging, you know, uh, companies to fire workers. But it's kind of an aside. But uh, get back to your question here, uh, John, I, I, think, I think they're pretty expensive, and I'd be pulling back. Um, all right. So, so even though I own them, would um, uh, I'm not looking to add to the to the pile. I, I'm just looking to hold on to what I have. Would, would you 
would you sell any of it now, or would you just just dishold that uh, position? I would reduce some risk in here. Look, keep in mind, it, it, okay. it, it, it's rare, rarely do you want to get into a binary decision because you're either right or wrong. And sometimes the, the you know the better way to do it is pull some off the table and then hey, if it goes up another twenty five percent from here, you make some more money. Yeah. But I, I would be more oh, of a sorry. seller than a buyer, definitely. Yeah, well, like I was saying, it is a wonderful problem to have. And uh, but anyway, uh, it, uh, they say a blind hug finds an acorn sometimes, and I was one of those those blind hogs. Yeah, well, that's, congratulations, good job. But that's what I look. We 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 we've done real well with the the energy stocks, and we we were, you know when they got up higher and higher, we we sold off some of the positions. You should probably be doing that sure. with tech, although I would be even more aggressive with tech with the valuations up here. Okay, Ted. Well, uh, I appreciate your input, buddy. Thank you. Okay, thank you. But, uh, look, the tech sector's been very hot this year. If you, if you, the, the NASDAQ was up was up big this year, like uh, uh, tw- over, uh, I forgot the exact number, around 25%. If, 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 at the beginning of the week, the, the S&P was up about, Nine percent. The the Dow was down. The the Russell two thousand was down. The uh, the value line was down. The S- NYSE was down. Almost in most stocks were were down this year. So it, it's been an incredibly narrow group of stocks that have gone up here. I mean, that typically that is that is is, is an indicator that, that it's not a good market now. Friday, the market broadened out a little bit for the first time. And it's the start of the new month, and so we're seeing some more buying in these other sectors. So we'll, we'll see where this goes. But, but what we're seeing is, is this week what came out is really things are really starting to slow down. If you listen to Costco, if you listen to these other companies, they're starting to see Dollar General. Uh, look at Dollar General. Uh, you know, this... This is to your lower, uh, you know, your 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 uh, middle to lower income people. Dollar General this week was down nineteen percent. Nineteen percent. That's not a good sign. That's not that's that's not a positive. The economy is clearly slowing down out there. Uh, okay, what we're hearing, you know, the 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 lower and middle income people are spending less. They're you know instead of getting beef, they're getting pork or chicken. Uh, they're, they're you know, trying to cut costs where they where they can. A lot of the uh, a lot of the uh, restaurant stocks are down in here. Uh, if, if if that is this is this is a problem, but but it extends. Let me see here. Hold on, just a sec. Try to pull up a stock here, which I can't get. Well, I was going to pull up some of the 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 restaurant stock. There it is, right there. Uh, if you look at Darden. Now, Darden actually is hitting high in here, but some of the other restaurant stocks are not. But 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 the retailers are clearly having problems. If you look at at, at Foot Locker, uh, if you look at uh, some of the uh, Target, Target is is being hit by the boycott, uh, which is really is really really gaining strength in here. I mean, Target's gone down for you know two weeks in a row now. Uh, it's, it's one of the biggest drops they've had in a long time because of the boycott. But but across the board. Uh, consumers are cutting back, but here's the interesting thing: is is if 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 you look at the banking crisis, this is causing banks to to tighten small business lending. So that so they're you know they're calling in customers and they say, look, we're, you know you've got a million dollar uh, line of credit, we're going to 
cut it back to 750000 or that new plan expansion. We'd like you to put up another 20% of it. And, and people are, are, are cutting back plan expansions. They're, they're cutting back some other things. So this is clearly, in small caps, as we talked about, small uh, small uh, banks do about six, small and mid-sized banks do about 62% of the banking for small, mid-sized businesses in the country. So businesses are slowing, small and mid-sized businesses are slowing down. The, uh, there's layoffs in the tech sector. The, the consumer is slowing down across the board. So clearly we're going into an economic slowdown later this year. So it, 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 it's very hard to justify these super high tech stocks. Uh, I mean, personally, I, I think I'd be more of a, definitely would be more of a seller, a buyer of things like Microsoft, Apple, uh, particular, NVIDIA, Oracle. All of these things are incredibly expensive, and, and a lot of institutions are hiding out of them uh, because they figure, well, they'll keep spending on technology. And the other thing is, these are big capitalization stocks with big stock buyback programs. So these institutions know if, hey, if this thing turns down, I can get out because Apple will come in and buy my stock in their stock buyback program, and, I, and I, I've got liquidity. So these people are buying liquidity. That's, that's not a real positive sign. Clearly, uh, you know, these things are all slowing down. The other thing we're watching very closely here is, is interest rates could be going up again across the board, particularly on the treasuries, because the, the, the treasury over the last month or month and a half has, has slowed down their buying, borrowing dramatically to try to keep their budget down as much as possible uh, to, to get their borrowing down so they won't hit the, bu- the budget limit. They were trying to get it later in the year. And, and so what happened is they, they got a budget deal this week. Uh, it, you know, it wasn't the best budget, uh, budget limit deal, obviously, but it was, it was something. And now they're going to start borrowing again, so there's going to be big demand uh, if, for uh, – they're going to be selling, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars worth of treasuries. I've seen some numbers, $800 billion over the next three or four months. That's a lot. That's going to drain liquidity. As the budget deal came in, uh, you know, over the last month or so, the treasuries cut back borrowing. Well, that's put more liquidity in the system because they've not been taking liquidity out so they can spend money. They've not been, you know, selling treasury bills and notes and bonds. Uh, so that's, so, so there's been more liquidity in the system, and the liquidity is likely what's driven up this market. And, and so, again, this is kind of a, a complicated subject, but but underneath it, uh, understand there's there's still a lot of issues out there. Uh, I, I think in here now, I, I see we we've seen some sell off in a lot of the the commodity stocks. Uh, a lot of the, the people are getting ready. To, we don't, we're not looking for a big recession. We still think. The commodities over the longer term are, are, are still a, the place to be because I think it's going to offer you better protection over the long term on the value of money. And, and, and these things like oil and gas, precious metals, uh, coppers, th- th- these things are going to be in demand long term. And you're buying stores of value in the ground of these different products. And, and so as prices go up over the long term, uh, that's going to require a uh, yeah, the, the value is going to hold versus holding just dollars, and this is one of the think, thinking we're looking at. The you know we've got some of these big trends. The electrification requires huge amounts of lithium, copper. We really like copper, silver, uh, lead, zinc. The the, the war we're, we're ramping up massive 
amounts of expenditures for wartime. I mean, you know, it's lost on a lot of people. And this is something we've talked tremendously on our show is to understand that the U.S. is, it, is, is heavily involved in the, in the Ukraine-Russia war back in Ukraine. I mean, we're in really deep. Yeah, we haven't sent soldiers in, but we've done just about everything else we can. And so, you know, that we're ramping up massive production of, of, of artillery shells, of bullets, of missiles, of airplanes, of tanks, of ships, all of these ships for China, you know, possible war with China, all of these things, you know, the defense contracts all over the place, they're holding the economy up, but they're also going to be demand for commodities. Wartime is always uh, a big demand for, for commodities, which, which we think is going to continue. You, we, you, the war is still holding a lot of uh, uh, planting and off of the Ukraine and, and Russian side. Some of the best fertile land in the world is, is off the market. Fertilizer is very expensive. Just talking to a farmer the other day, he's telling me, you know, bales of hay, it could go to $100 a bale because, you know, it costs a lot of money to run that diesel on the tractor and the, the, the fertilizer prices are going up. And, and, and water, I mean, you know, somebody, a lot of the farmers uh, have, been, have, been, have lost some of their water uh, in the, the Brazos Valley, little, uh, little River Valley, those different places like that. In Texas, they, they're, they're, they're cutting back the water usage. So all of these things are going to put pressure on commodities over time. And so I think this is going to continue to be an area. I mean, the war doesn't seem to be slowing down. Supposedly, they launched an offensive a month and a half ago, and then suddenly that petered out. Now they're about to do another offensive. You know, people forget... We, we, they sent over the head of the uh, of the CIA with, met last month with with the Chinese com, uh, counterpart. Well, well, right before the Russia war, the CIA met with the head of of the of of uh, of, of Russia at the time, and 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 so of their counterpart. The, the, the Russians, the Chinese aren't talking to our military right now. You know, they, they, they've rejected a lot of meetings. Uh, they, President Xi told the, you know, that the, the bureaucrats, they should pe- prepare for rough and dangerous times or something along those lines. That's not a good sign. I mean, things continue to not look like things are going well with China at all. I mean, if you look what's going on, I mean, we, this, this march to, you know, to, to stay, uh, to a, uh, I won't say war with China, but to a to a potential conflict with China is a proper word. We're cutting them off from from our, our high tech chips. We're doing everything we can, and they're and they're making it really clear. As Elon Musk said the other day, you don't have to read between the lines. If you read Chinese policy, it's to invade Taiwan. And so all of these things, they're trying to prepare for this, prepare for wartime in the United States. And, and again, this is pushing up the defense stocks. It's pushing up commodities, and it, it, it's still pushing up inflation. These are all war, it, wars lead to inflation. All of these things are adding up to a different world than most people understand, and so you have to invest in a different way. Okay, well, we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show.
If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. How, 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 did, how did the ACDC get on, on my outro, intro? Outro. Anyway, uh, We'll work on that. But uh, so, so we're talking about uh, a very different world out there, uh, a wartime world, an inflationary world. Uh, yeah, 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 if you look at it, if, if you watch TV, any of the business channel particular, all they, they, they're fixated on is the Fed going to raise rates this next, next week. What's going to happen? Or I think it's next week. What's going to happen with the Fed? Is the Fed going to hold rates? Are they going to raise rates? Are they going to, are they going to do a skip possibly to the next month and see? But, People are missing understanding what what this is. It's not whether they're going to raise or not. What they should have been talking about is how does the economy, how does real estate, how does corporate America, how do individuals function when we went from a zero interest rate world over the last decade or so to interest rates that are more normalized? Right now, the short-term rates are at 5%. Credit card rates have skyrocketed. this is hitting. This is hitting banks. This is hitting individuals, corporations, everybody. And, and, and look, could rates 
uh, some of the things they're saying rates are probably going to drop sometime next year, likely unless inflation takes off. But they're not going back to zero. They're more likely going back to the norm is three, three and a half percent in there. That that is a material difference from from zero interest rates of the last decade. So. So what, 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 that's what we should have been looking at. That's what banks should have been looking at. Well, we're making a transition from zero interest rates world up to into normalized interest rates. And, and yet a number of the banks didn't do that. They, they were lending out money and, and buying, you know, tre- treasuries or, or agency bonds that went out to 10 years yielding 1.58%. Uh, we won't use any names, but you know that wasn't real bright i mean if 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 you know these geniuses had actually studied uh you know i think i got a book somewhere here on my my desk here i, I you know it's 2 inches thick on interest rates study of interest rates it goes back some of the stuff goes back 5000 years and there's nothing in there about zero interest rate you know uh, except in the last 10 years. And so someone should have figured, well, you know, maybe that's going to change. But they should have been taught, how does the world function? How do insurance companies function? You know, with, with, if, if they've loaded up policy, if they've loaded up with bonds and real estate yielding one or one and a half, two, two and a half, three percent, and, and, it, and it, inflation goes to to eight, nine percent, five percent, six percent, they they sort of have a problem, and the same with with the banks. And and rather than talking about that, discussing the real economy, you know, everybody is is, is fixated on the Fed. I mean, I, I think the Fed. You know, people forget when I started in this business, Paul Volcker, actually before that, really, Paul Volcker, you know, people. I, I said they were afraid of Paul Volcker. Congress would would be, you know, they would be tiptoeing around Paul Volcker because Paul Volcker would just unload on them and say, look, why the hell are you people spending all this money? You're going to destroy the country. You know, you're causing inflation. Nowadays, you know, it's like they ask ask, uh, Chairman Powell, well, Chairman Powell, what do you think? Should we cut back our spending is 6% of GDP? Is, is deficits for the net, for it, as far as the eye can see, should we, you know, is that good or bad? Well, it's not my place to say, well, well you seem to be having something about, to say about everything else, uh, but they won't say anything. And so they've let these people get spending out of control. And, and, and so this, this is, this is, causing issues that we have to deal with. So they should have been talking about, look, we, we're not going to have a zero interest rate world going forward. And instead, uh, you know, they waited way too long. They didn't raise rates till March of 22 because they were afraid, Chairman Powell was afraid that, that he wasn't going to be reelected and they were being pressured by, you know, by the idiot in the White House. And, and, and so here we are today uh, with, 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 with problems, but we're not talking about the real economy. We, we, we're not. To, we, instead, we're talking about whether the interest, the the the, the Fed is going to raise and lower interest rates. This is a problem, and this is we, you know we've had lack of long term planning. The, these big trends, the Fed is not talking about. The Fed is not talking about the war with 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 the the effects of war on inflation in the American people. Although, by the way. You know, two or three weeks after the, the Russia invaded Ukraine, that's when the Fed started raising rates. The Fed is not talking about the effects, inflationary effects of reshoring. The, the Fed is not talking about the, the, you know, they're so concerned about minorities and different things like that. Well, they're not looking at, at the effects of, of uh, out of control shoplifting in this country that's spreading like wildfire on closing down stores in minority areas. They don't seem to care about that. 
The Fed doesn't have anything to say about, you know, open border and the effects of destabilizing the country on how foreigners view the United States as America. Is this a safe place? Or, hey, I'm looking at the United States. Their deficits are 6% as far as the eye can see. Their, their borders are in state of collapse. Drugs are pouring across the border. Even San Francisco can't control climate and the stores are moving. Stores are all moving out of the country. There seems to be actually there's no penalty for shoplifting, so people can take whatever they want. Well, if they can take whatever they want out of the store, why can't they take my money? And so these foreigners are thinking, do I want to invest in the United States? Nobody is discussing these big issues that have effects on the United States of America and the people of the United States of America. Instead, they're you know they're they're fixated on interest rates because that helps Wall Street, and the world seems to revolve around Wall Street. Look. Full, full disclosure, at Max Out Savings Advisors, we manage retirement money for clients. Uh, they, when they retire, they come to us or they have an old 401k, they bring it in, we manage it, we use our value investing approach to the stock and bond market. We buy a lot of individual stocks in, in, in bonds and different things. So we're, we're, my mentors all came off of Wall Street. They were some of the smartest people on Wall Street. But it, so, uh, but understand, the world does not revolve around Wall Street. The wor- world revolves around the United States of America, the people in the industrial might of the United States of America. And, and so these so these issues are a concern. And this is getting out of control. And the danger is, it is, is that people lose confidence in our dollar. They lose confidence in our financial system. Keep in mind, if the U.S. financial system runs into problem, China's not going to come running and help us out right now. Uh, Russians aren't going to, of course, uh, other people, uh, a lot of other countries, you know, the Saudis, we've basically been, you know, snubbing them. Remember that little, what was it, a fist bump that, that Biden did uh, with, 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 the king, with the crown prince of Saudi Arabia? I mean, it's just, I mean, they, uh, Biden's going around insulting half the people on planet Earth. You know, so when, when we get in trouble, they're not going to come help us. So, and, you know, China has problems with their real estate, huge problems there. But understand, they have a massive savings program. The Chinese save probably twice as much percentage of income as the United States. Their, most of their borrowing is internal. A lot, we own $26 trillion, $25 trillion of our debt is owned in federal and corporate and different types of debt is owned by foreigners. So, so all of these things add up. And these, this is all going to have effect in your future. So, in this type of world, what, what our strategy, we look around, we're like, look, we can get short-term bonds. We're getting over 5% on one-year tre- paper, treasury paper. That's not a bad deal. We're looking at some, you know, we're, we're buying stocks. We found the stock the other day yielding over 4% in, 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 in the food sector. Uh, that, those type of things, it's at a, you know, eight, nine-year low uh, it's it, 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 you know they're going to have to turn the company around and 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 we think that's what's going to happen. They had some inventory issues. Those, you know we're willing to take shots there. We're looking at, we, we we're looking at industries that look. We know the energy sector is going to be be around. If if, if things slow down, it's going to drop some, but the cash flow is going to hold up these the dividends in these companies. That that's that's what there there are opportunities out there in, in a world where. 
half of the world is trying to figure out a way to diversify from the dollar. Gold is an interesting play because it's a way they can they can build up their 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 they're all in, the central banks are increasing their percentage of their, their their foreign exchange reserves in gold. So there are opportunities. If the dollar goes down, the gold goes up. So there are ways to make money in this market. You know the, the, those sectors, the, the medical sector. We're looking at medical devices because it, it, those things we you know they tend to be much stickier long term uh, and, and oftentimes these things have to go in when something happens uh, they're actually you know they're down and out right now everybody's trying to invest in AI and technology right now so so we're looking so we've found it's often a good time to look look where other people don't uh, looking at the tech sector tech se- look this is increasingly looking like like uh, uh, like 1999 you had the internet at the time this time we had uh, we, we you know we started out with the uh, with the cloud it was the cloud two years ago and now it's AI and there's a panic out there about that and and, and stuff but but understand if, if the economy is slowing eventually tech is going to slow if you look at a lot of of the economic stocks out there they're way down they're selling pretty cheaply well you know I, i've yet to see a recession where technology somehow glides through it with no problems whatsoever and so you know going back to the question we had about apple and, and microsoft and nvidia and some of these other ones you know they're, they're, they're back up to their old highs uh again i think this appears to be a repeat of the tech bubble back in we were we were investing back then we were buying companies like ingersoll rand that went up afterwards and the tech bubble went down and my friends all kept buying uh cisco the whole way down i'm like you know i'm sorry but uh it, 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 but but, it, but then the, the manufacturing stuff started going up and i think i think it's going to be the same time here, but I think I think look, everything says we're heading to problems here. We're kind of coming up to an election. We, I mean, again, things are not going well in the United States. So in that world, you have to be more defensive, more broadly diversified, more geographically diversified. And I think that's going to continue to be the case. By the way, if you want to get in here, we got a couple minute for a couple questions. Seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. At 713-339-1070. Also, we're going to be writing our new Max Out Savings Report. We've got to get that out. Uh, this comes out once a month talking about savings, investments, in your retirement. Uh, and, and so if, you, if you're not on the list, uh, just get, give us your email and your name. We'll put you on the list. We don't call you. We don't bother you. We just send out the report once a month uh, and, uh, to do to to keep you up to date with what's happening in the world, we try. We're trying to get ahead of what other people are saying out there, and I think we do a pretty good job of it. This is not some canned newsletter. This is stuff that that I write personally. I try to get you ahead of things, and we've done a really good job of coming up with some very good stuff ahead of everyone else out there on Wall Street. And so I continue to try to do it. So if you want, sign up for the free <clears throat> Max Out Savings Report. I try to take very complex issues and make them simple so you can understand. And we've had strategists on Wall Street on our report list. We've got them from time to time. And so it's pretty good stuff. It's maxoutsavings.com. You can also set up an appointment, request an appointment with me. We are here in Houston, Texas. This is our headquarters. So just go to maxoutsavings.com. Another thing. I just came across the thing. You know, one in four workers right now said inflation has forced them to cut how much money they set aside for retirement savings. This is a huge mistake. One in 25% of people are cutting back on their savings. When things get cut, the last thing you want to cut is your retirement savings because that, you could. 
the, the nice thing about save 10% plus the company match, you can pretty much spend all the rest of the money if you want. And, and, and you know, some people want to have higher savings rates. We have people call in with 30%. We've had clients with 30% savings rates. But, but if you're saving at least that much money, you're doing the prudent thing. If you're underneath it, that, you're going to need that money in the future more than you need it now. So don't let, don't let, uh, Inflation, we're having trouble making expenses. We need 2% more. I'm just going to cut 2%. That's a mistake. Dig deeper, cut, make more cuts in your, in your savings, uh, in your spending. That's a better way to go. The other thing, if the market, you know, last year we had a horrible year in the market. We were very fortunate. We did quite well, but most people did horribly. Uh, don't, don't go, oh my God, I'm never investing in my 401k again. Keep on putting away the money. Get a little more defensive if you want. Keep in mind, money markets right now are yielding Four or five percent in many cases, uh, but but don't let a bad market, don't let inflation, don't let anything stop you from saving money and building up wealth. Yeah, that again, that that's the key is is just keep putting away that money. Well, we have we have people come all the time to our office. They've got a million, million and a half, two million dollars. So sometimes I'm surprised how little they have elsewhere. But they're they're set for retirement. They you know they have to work again. You know, so so that, the easiest place to build up money is in your in your 401k, your different company, your different savings plan. Plus, the government's giving you back part of the money is because it's a tax deferred account. So you get a refund on your taxes anyway. So a lot of these things are, are there. If you need some help, go to the website maxoutsavings.com. And also remember our motto and philosophy, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over a long time. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. AM1070. Car payments, credit card payments, home loans. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.